I, I have to say, um, I don't think that Ferg will do this, but Daniel, uh, really, if if Ferg is interested in a democratic process, a democratic society, we may have to put up a poll to see okay. how many people oh. want enemies of the program. And I have to I have to say, not only do I think we'll have a majority, I think a, a landslide victory for your program. That would only that would only further prove that democracy doesn't work. I'm this not is, sure about putting this it to a vote. This is the dictatorship. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I think I gotta, I gotta drop convince. That, drop that line from "Remember the Titans" in here. This is no democracy. It is a dictatorship. I am the law. I gotta convince the audience of one uh, to, uh, to to uh, to 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 think it's a good idea. Bef- the most powerful man on this podcast. Before we go any farther, further, farther. I sure. can't remember. Uh, Either one. <laughs> what do we think? about the ESPN story from Brooke Pryor, death of the long pass, are vertical plays trending toward an extinction? I've been thinking about you since I read this, Ferg, and I was curious to know. I need to read this. Okay, well, then we will, we will circle back. Not now. Let's circle back because we will be talking about passing, and I'm sure we'll be talking about vertical passing as well in this here podcast. But uh, week three is upon us. Auburn plays Sanford on Saturday. Real quick, at the top, this is not going to be a Sanford-heavy preview. No disrespect to the Bulldogs, who, you know, in the past, they've had some really game teams and, um, you know, gave Auburn. I think there is a there is an Auburn-Sanford game I remember covering that was closer than we thought it was going to be. Sanford's put up some good numbers over the years, had a good you know playoff run last season. I'm not going to overreact to two weeks. You don't want to overreact as much as like you know Auburn did not look good on offense. I'll, I'll I'll say it's just one week. It's college football. Teams can get better. They can change. They can adapt. Every game is different. All yada yada yada. The things I say all the time. However, uh, Sanford is one and one heading into this week. They beat Shorter uh, in week one, which is I believe Shorter is either NII or D two school. Beat them sixty nine to fourteen at home on the first Thursday night of the season. And last Saturday, they went to Western Carolina and lost 30-7. to uh, Western got them real bad. Uh, Sanford scored early, and then Western Carolina got the rest. Um, I'm looking at the stats from this game, and I'm seeing uh, no turnovers for Sanford either. That's, that's, I think, is even more dangerous when you just go ahead and get get your tail kicked like that. Uh Western Carolina had the ball for 41 minutes of this game. Um, they uh, five, 546 yards of offense, 262 through the air, 284 on the ground. They kind of did whatever they wanted. Um, you would think, you would hope if you're Auburn, that you'll be able to kind of do the same thing to their defense in this matchup. Now, offensively, it's interesting. Sanford has been known Chris Hatcher. Um, who's got a, a, a long track record at the small school level of, of throwing the ball uh, around the yard and doing some creative things with that. If you don't know Chris Hatcher, um, he has been the uh, head coach at Sanford since 2015, but he's at Murray State. He was at Georgia Southern after a run at Valdosta State, um, you know, which was his alma mater. And, uh, yeah, it uh, was the air raid era of, you know, the, the, the Mike Leach you know, the uh, uh, Mike Leach and uh, Hal Mummy. I was trying to think of the other name. Yeah, Hal Mummy, Mike Leach kind of era. Of Tony that. Tony Franklin, also a name that you had mentioned uh, in, in there. Uh, I, uh, Hugh took a question about Chris Hatcher 
at the press yeah. conference on Monday and talked about how respect, uh, how much respect he has for Chris Hatcher's offenses, what he's been able to put together. Auburn has a considerable talent advantage uh, in this game, uh, but no, Samford is is led by a guy who's who's been in this scenario before, where he's taking sort yep. of an overmatched team. Uh, on the road against a uh, a bigger program, and, and he's got to find a way to navigate it through his uh, through his scheme. Sanford lost thirty three nothing last year to Georgia on the road. Um, the year before that, they did not. Uh, they played Florida. Oh, I, I do you remember this game? Do you remember Do you remember Florida Sanford in twenty twenty one seventy to fifty two? Do you remember that game? That I don't remember that game. 2021 would be the final year of Mullen, right? Yes, it's towards the end of Mullen's run. Had he been Emory let Jones go? Had threw been, for six touchdowns. Had he been let go at that point? Is he still the coach when they play uh, Samford at that point? I know it was a midseason firing. Nope. Yeah, it's, uh, Mullen was still there. Mullen got fired a week later after losing to Missouri in overtime. But, yeah, 70-52. to 52. This uh, this Sanford team is not afraid to put the ball in the air and put up some points and some yards. Even in the game where they got they got trucked by uh, Western Carolina, 315 yards through the air, 21 to 34 passing. That's a healthy 9.3 yards per attempt. They're gonna they're gonna throw. They're gonna play fast. They're gonna do a lot of variety of things. It's gonna be a test for Auburn secondary just to, to play good football, play good fundamental football. Um, and uh, see if Auburn can really, you know, get some pressure on that quarterback because they're probably going to try to get the ball out of his hands quickly. They only ran for 46 yards in that game last week, uh, again, against Western Carolina. So not worried about Auburn getting attacked from that aspect. But when you play an FCS team that's going to come in fearless and, and want to throw the ball around the yard, it always can lead you to, to like, okay, this might not be, you know, beat a team by 50 day, you know. And if Auburn can do that, great. Um, but – this game is, you know, when you're coming off of a game where they weren't able to do anything, like I'm telling you, Auburn's offense needed, needs a get-right game, and the team that just gave up 546 yards to Western Carolina sounds like a pretty good one. So a couple of defensive players. I think the most interesting thing about the Samford offense versus Auburn defense matchup for, for now is what Auburn players are available to go this uh, Saturday. What's your sense of, let's start with Kaufman. Right, because yeah. that's the that's the guy who you know what one of the more impressive players through the first two weeks, Donovan sure. Kaufman, a guy who I don't know if that was what folks were expecting. You know, when when fall camp started, when fall camp ended, uh, you know, Kaufman wasn't really a guy we talked about this uh, you know very much, but he's been great through two weeks. Uh, concussion protocol, yes. Under the concussion protocol, uh, Freeze said on Wednesday in the SEC teleconference, he is optimistic that uh, Kaufman will be able to play on Saturday. Um, he did, uh, you know, he didn't practice when we were out there on Tuesday. We didn't see him out there. But they're hoping that, you know, they're going to be able to get him back. Everybody else, um, in terms of injuries, guys who were banged up, bruised in that Cal game, missed some time in that Cal game, um, were all out at practice. Nobody was in a non-contact jersey that I could tell. Um, so Kaufman was the only one that was – absent that that you know you, you can kind of keep an eye on there but Auburn could have close to a full strength defense you know Pritchett's still out there working you know practicing working through things he gave it a go last week against Cal didn't play Kyan Lee's done a great job to start the year wrote about him on Wednesday wrote about Donovan on Monday uh, as well as Eugene Asante because those are two guys I think both cut from the same cloth in hey where do they fit on this defense and then two weeks into the season you're like oh key players got it you know top playmakers 
think the think the scheme's done done well for them. But you know, it'll be interesting to see how Auburn weighs wanting to play these guys versus maybe resting them um, if they feel like they can. You know, for a matchup where where they're going to be you know pretty pretty heavily favored. Nixon, I think in the same in, in the same camp where you know I, I wonder if uh, I yep. wonder if they might take it easy on him uh, this week, knowing A and M is a week later, uh, but. but uh, he seemed like he was working through it when we were there uh, on campus yesterday at practice. Keldrick Falk hasn't played a ton through the first two weeks of the season. I think only about a dozen snaps for Keldrick uh, on Saturday night. <clears throat> now, they played Nasilakite a lot, and I believe Nasilakite was productive uh, in, his, uh, in, in his time out there. I wonder if they're going to try to get Keldrick more experience before conference play rolls around, you would think, especially against a team that throws it as much as Samford, you would think that this Saturday would be a chance to get Keldrick Falk a lot of snaps. Yeah, Keldrick was my pick to click last week. Only played 14 snaps, um, had a tackle, had a had a, um, a pressure. In he that might one. be I, he might be the pick to click every week until he finally clicks, right? Like, <laughs> well, I would say I would say week one against against UMass, he did a really good job. I mean, like he he didn't play a ton of snaps, but he's very productive when he did. Um, so yeah, I'll be interested to see, dip into some of that depth on your on your defensive front, your linebackers. Um, that would be key because you're going to need all hands on deck next Saturday against Texas A and M. But that seems to be kind of the you know Kaufman is he going to be good or not to go. In a game like this, if Auburn's better safe than sorry uh, and, and rest a lot of these guys or ho- holds them out, don't be surprised. I think it would be a, uh, you know, it wouldn't be a worrying sign if like Nehemiah Pritchett didn't play on Saturday or if Larry Nixon didn't play on Saturday. Wouldn't necessarily mean, oh, they're down for the count, but probably more of Auburn's wanting to be safe. We have seen those guys practice fully. Um, this week so you know it's not like they are you know laid up uh, Kaufman uh, again I, I should say Kaufman was the the um was not that case but we we heard what Free said about him on Wednesday it's not the same defense as it was last year though in a lot of important ways so I imagine they would love to get Nehemiah some playing time this Saturday if he can go before A&M and that stretch that that four game stretch just to just to ease him sort of into uh, into into football again because he has not he has not played in the first two games. I'm told that he was close to playing Saturday night and they decided to yeah, play it no. safe. Yeah, no, uh, he war- he warmed up. He looked like yeah. he was good to go, and then he came out so, came out without without uh out of his pad. So it was just yeah, it was just one of those things you tested out in in pregame, see how you feel. Nope, not good enough. Not 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 comfortable enough. We'll, and, we'll see about you next week. And so maybe, yeah, I mean, may, maybe he's on a pitch count, but but they get Nehemiah out there for some snaps this Saturday if if he can uh, if he can go. Nixon, I feel like, is somebody who, because they've seen him play this season, might be a little bit easier to sit him if there's some doubt uh, one way or the other. JD Rim, uh, question mark. He's another guy we haven't seen yet, right? For through uh, through, through two games. Um, so, so I guess yeah. he's and, and Hugh Freeze mentioned him uh, on on Monday as another guy they'd, they'd like to, uh, you know, they'd, they'd like to get, you know, they in a game like Samford, you'd love to get him some playing time. It'd be interesting to see how they balance that out, um, because it is an interesting tight tightrope to walk there uh, if you're Auburn about that. But Samford's offense, 